Ora, and welcome to another edition of the GeoDorable podcast with your hosts, Chris Morris and Mark Thompson. For more information on this episode, visit the GeoDorable page on Facebook. Hello and welcome. Welcome along to another great podcast. How are you, Chris? I am good, Mark. How are you? I am superb. I'm excited about this podcast. Uh, based on the success of the uh, last podcast? Well, yeah, just how, much, how the popularity of this podcast. Who would have thought it was such a great idea? Uh, yeah, I've been equally surprised at the, uh, the numbers of uh, listeners. It's been great. Yeah, thank you for listening along tonight, or this evening, this afternoon, wherever you are. Where do you like to listen to podcasts, Chris? That's a good question. Uh, I ride to work at the moment, and I like to listen to podcasts as I ride to work and as I uh, ride home. Yeah. Do you find that it gives you enough time? Uh, in short, twenty-minute segments. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's okay. Yeah, I I listen in the car, but my drive to work only takes fifteen to twenty minutes. I know what you mean. So you I just you just kind of through the podcasts. You just get used so to I have it. To listen to yeah. work as well. Yeah. Well, no, I don't quite yeah. manage to do that. Yeah. So, welcome to Geodorable. This is New Zealand's number one geospatial podcast and top 100, 200 maybe in the world. It's got to be something like that. I mean, how many geospatial podcasts can there be? I reckon we're in the top half. Easily top half. Mm. And why would people listen to this podcast? I think the question is rather why wouldn't they listen to this podcast? I mean, it's full of news. It's full of rev- I was going to say reviews. It's full of you know reviews. Uh, it's it's yeah. got export to shapefile. Yeah, export to shapefile. That fantastic game that came out of Redlands. Uh, indeed, yeah. I think people would be mad not to listen to us. Exciting interviews, in-depth analysis. Not that in-depth. Comedy, bit of satire. We like to try. Well, we think you're funny. <laughs> <laughs> that's the main thing, right? Well, wives don't. Well, no, that's true. So, uh, Mark, why don't you uh, you tell the listeners out there a little something about yourself? It's something we like to do every week, just to uh, to, to to get people, you know, introduced to who we are and you know that kind of stuff. Yeah, a bit more familiar with the hosts of this mm. fantastic podcast. Well, Chris, you know the um, Esri Map Book that's released every year. I do. I have a few copies of that. I yeah. used to uh, religiously capture them. Oh, capture! Uh, you know, used to uh, see how many I could get, but um, not as easy these days. Okay. Um, I once submitted a map to that that used seven different shades of white. But okay, um, what, what was, were you mapping? It was rejected. It was rejected. Yeah. Uh, shocking. I was, I was mapping Antarctica. Yeah. Okay. And the uh, uh, to reflect the terrain. I believe the Inuit have uh, approximately 50 words for snow, so, you know, I can see you needing multiple shades. Well, yeah, apart from Inuits live in the Northern Hemisphere. Okay, what's that got to do with the price of fish? Well, I was in Antarctica anyway. Oh, fair enough. Next you'll be asking me how many polar bears I spotted. I won't. Uh, I'm interested to know, though, did you use, uh, and I'm looking at the uh, the Dulux colour coding here, did you use um, nutmeg white? No, I used baby powder. Uh-huh, nice. Snow. Oh, well, of course. Uh, apple white. Jasmine white? 
Jasmine white. No, I found jasmine white just a little bit. I want to say purpley, but that's obviously the wrong uh, kind of word to use. But I tried to um, keep my keep my colours below. Was it hash f f zero f f zero? Okay. Oh, yeah. Hexadecimal. Yeah. Nice. Um, just just to give give me some bandwidth. Okay. Uh, yeah. And they rejected it. I'm I'm shocked. Well, yeah. But anyway, Chris, tell us something about you. What do the listeners want to know about you? What they want to know and what they're going to find out. I, uh, I'm not sure if they're the same thing, but um, for all you dog lovers out there, um, some of you, if you've been around for as long as Mark and I, may remember way back in ArcView 3.3, there was a little icon called Bex, and it was it was it was of a dog. Uh, and um, what people may not know was, you know, that dog was actually based on uh, a dog that was at the Redlands campus. Uh, is the dog called Bex? Well, of course, it was called Bex. Otherwise it wouldn't make any sense to call the icon Bex the dog. But um, anyway, I was I was there and I uh, I took Bex the dog for a walk uh, around the campus. It was uh, quite a special um, little moment for me. Well, you, you did this once. They sort of, hey, Chris, you're new here. Why don't you take the dog for a walk around the campus? Yeah, it's kind of like, you know, it's, it, it's like everybody's dog. It was the, the campus dog. Okay. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it was, it was good. Oh, kind right. of a uh, little bit of red setter in there i always thought uh, I, I don't know actually what breed it was but that, that was my my thoughts yeah you would have thought a red setter would be a little bit hot for california but anyway hey who knows <laughs> ah, so on this week's show what have we got interestingly enough we talk about uh, blood and drones uh we and discuss drones. That's uh, the new hbo series right yeah, yeah, it replaces that blood and sand. Um, slightly more modern uh, yeah. take on um, on gladiators. Um, we we talk about what's wrong with uh, with UXs. Um, well, your exes, what's wrong with them? Lots lots of things. Some would say. Uh, Most of them say that something's wrong with you. Okay, so what's wrong with user experiences? Um, All right. Yeah. Um, Christmas parties. Um, we throw in a few knob gags for uh, for good measure, um, and of course we have the wonderful game of export shapefile that literally everybody is talking about. Yeah, it's gaining a lot of momentum. It is a lot I'm, of traction out there. I'm pretty happy to be um, a proponent of it. Yeah, sure. In New Zealand, yeah. I think yeah. I think there's a lot of people who have really enjoyed export shapefile. Indeed. Shall we uh, shall we move on? Shall we kick off with the news? Yes, let's kick off with the news. Spatial news. So we're going to start with a, a little piece from you, aren't we, Mark? We are. Now, Chris, I know that fashion is very close to your heart. There's GIS, there's fashion, and then maybe your family. Uh, yeah, not really, but carry on. Well, there's some new AR glasses. Okay. So augmented reality. But these ones actually look good. They're shaded. Which is uh, particularly useful in the harsh uh, sunlight of New Zealand. Yeah. So the glasses are from a company called, well, from a conglomerate, really, of companies. Uh-huh. But they're um, H-I-A-R, so I want to say hair, or higher, glasses. Yep. And they're like Google glasses, except these two lenses, so you don't look so stupid. They're shaded. They, um... 
tell you lots of information. They do range finding, they do AR type thing. Mm -hmm. and, I um, imagine uh, very useful if you're playing Pokemon. It doesn't list that in the article, but sure, I'm, I'm pretty sure you can use Pokemon for them. Okay, well, I mean, I think that's going to be a, a top of my Christmas present list then this year. Well, yeah, ditch the Fitbit and get some HR glasses. Very cool. Right, uh, I've got a little bit of news. Spatial news. Uh, and this is, is, it's almost like news just in, um, or rather uh, news you should be aware of. So um, tomorrow evening uh, in Auckland is the... That'll uh, be Wednesday. That will be Wednesday. Uh, the yep. Yes, indeed. Thank you. Just is in case the, you're listening in the future. <laughs> and it's occurred in the past and you're like, this Wednesday, wait, no. Well, unless you're listening to this to like, you know, tomorrow, you're going to miss it anyway. But anyway, it's the uh, the Ciber Talk Auckland um, event that's, um, uh, that's being held. There's going to be a bunch of uh, lightning talks. We've got, um, well, who have we got? We've got uh, Harley from GBS. We've got Natalie from Interpret. We've got... Um, who else have we got? Someone from Critchlow, someone from One Fat Sheep, uh, talking about augmented reality. So perhaps they uh, they understand a little bit about the glasses you mentioned. Um, but yes, yeah, so that is on from 5.30 uh, tomorrow. So if you're in Auckland and you fancy uh, listening to a bit of um, geospatial talk, so then uh, that's going to be interesting. I mean, no offence to the consultants who are listed there, but they're all consultants. So yeah, but they it, all have an angle on selling stuff. It tends to be consultants who can be bothered to get up and talk. Right. Hmm. Okay, so if you want to listen to some cult consultants, and one of them sounds interesting, uh, they are. Well, what's, what's the others going to talk about? Why would I go, Chris? Tell me. Uh, bec well, because you want to catch up with some for some some geospatial people. We have uh, an interesting uh, conversation with the looks of things on... Um, uh, uh, lies, damned lies, and maps. So, how um, the U.S. election used maps um, to uh, show and predict what um, uh, what the election was going to be. Uh, and how did that work out for them? <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, Harley's <laughs> presenting on machine learning and GIS. So that should be interesting. Um, Critchlow, the value of data, paid versus free. Um, so, that, that, I think that's going to be quite a good uh, presentation there. Okay. Well, I'm going to be there. I don't care about you, Mark. If you if you're going to be sniffy about consultants presenting, then that's that's your yeah, that's your business. I'm not sniffy. I'm just saying that sometimes you just want to I don't know see stuff that's interesting. But yeah, I can live and hope. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, on the uh, on the uh, I guess conversation of uh, geospatial get-togethers. Uh, we also have um, emerging spatial professionals. We do. Does uh, that need its own news jingle? Maybe it should have. Um, it doesn't, but maybe it should. Um, emerging spatial professionals jingle. No, just the news jingle anyway. So emerging ge emerging spatial professionals, not sure why they're not geospatial. If you are an emerging spatial professional, please contact us how would you contact us chris uh you could uh send us uh an email at uh, geodurable at gmail.com or you could go to our facebook page just search for geospatial Ooh, i found uh, out how to do this oh have you www.facebook.com yeah slash geodurable 
Oh, is it that easy? It is that easy. Oh, I can't wow. believe it's taken us like 10 weeks to work that out. <laughs> I think actually I tweaked something a couple of weeks ago. You tweaked something? Yeah, there was a setting. I ticked it. Something happened. It was good. Um, <laughs> anyway, they have uh, two events coming up. Um, one is uh, this coming Thursday. That's Thursday, the 1st of December. Um and it's a well a, a get together. Uh, it's being held in the Linz building, which um, we have been reliably in, uh, informed has been uh, uh, reviewed three times by engineers and is safe. Uh, and there's going to be a couple of talks there, and you know drinks and beers and wine and whatever else. Good chance to catch up. And then uh, later in the month, uh, 15th of December, um, this time down in Christchurch, there are further Christmas drinks, um, this time being held at the Jacobs Building on uh, Hereford Street. Um, and again, good chance to catch up with people in the spatial community. Okay, so quite a few social events coming up. Uh, indeed, yeah. The bigger centres. It's that time to be uh, merry. It is. Mm, you'll go, I think, next. Yeah. Spatial news. Woohoo, blood and drones. Tell me about it. Is it is it set in the uh, Roman Empire? No, it's not set in the Roman Empire and there's no nudity or graphic violence. I'm not watching then. <laughs> well, you don't have to watch, thankfully, Chris. This doesn't rely on uh, user ratings. What's happening is the country of Rwanda in Africa. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They have, the government has actually invested in... Um, what do you say, purchased, engaged a company to provide drones. And this is a zipline, isn't it? This is a zipline, the company, um, but they aren't delivering pizza, Chris. Are they not? No, and they're not delivering for Amazon. Okay. They're delivering blood. Vampires. Yes, because we know about the vampire population of Rwanda. Or okay. they're delivering it to hospitals who need it for infusions. Ah, oh, Wow. So these uh, little drones, they can fly 150 kilometres return, right. and they can carry 1.5 kgs of blood. That's excellent. Now, I'm looking at uh, uh, the story about this, and we'll post it on our Facebook page later on. Um, it looks amazing. I mean, it's, you know, these drones look quite large. They're launched off a, uh, a catapult, yeah. um, navigation via GPS. Yeah, no, and they're, they're quite a good idea. Yeah, indeed. I think, actually, I mean, uh, if you read the story or, you know, look at the story, it's quite interesting. You know, Rwanda are leading the way in drone delivery. They are. And mm. they've engaged a private company to do it. And the costing is the same as driving by motorcycle, which could take two days. And they're doing it in, in you know... Well, yeah, whatever the speed it takes to fly 100, well, 75 kilometres one way. It's impressive, isn't it? It's, it's really good to see, actually. It's one of these, uh, you know... They can uh, they can afford to um, to kind of invest in this technology and and you know prove its worth. I think it's yeah. it's really exciting. It is. It's very good. So well done, Rwanda. Ah, <laughs> uh, what's next? Spatial news. Chris, I hear you've been to a party. I have. I was uh, lucky enough to be invited to uh, Eagle, the Eagle Technology Race Day um, that's held at uh, Ellerslie um, Racecourse every year. Yeah. Um, and it was, uh, yeah, I've got to say, good time had by all. Um, even the horses looked pretty uh, chipper about things. Were they partaking of the free food and drink as well? 
Um, I don't think so. I think they were a little bit more focused on uh, winning the race than um, than certainly I was. But I made a profit on the day. Oh yes. How much did you invest? Uh, well, we we took um, we took a hundred dollars with us. Oh yes. And we left with a hundred and six dollars thirty four cents. Well, that's better than the pokey machines. Yeah, I've never quite understood that. But no, it was really good. Caught up with a whole bunch of uh, Eagle people. Caught up with um, clients, customers, friends. It was uh, it was a really good day. You're really into catching up with people at the moment, aren't you? It's the season to catch up with people. Yeah. We had Everybody's kind of, of, you know, busy running up to Christmas. It's, you know, pretty hectic at work. But, you know, you still want to catch up with people. Feeling a little bit festive. Yeah, getting more festive. Well, have you had your Christmas do, uh, do yet? Yes, my Christmas do was on Friday night, and it was very good fun, actually. Excellent. It was also a dress-up, so 1930s dress-up. Lots of people dressed up, lots of good food, lots of uh, good drink. Fantastic. It was quite fun. Okay, now I've got the final story, uh, and... Uh, have jingle? Pum? You haven't played the jingle. Oh, jeez, here we go. Spatial News with jingle this time so yeah i have the final story and we uh, and earlier in we uh, earlier on we promised you some um knob gabs no can't even say it uh <laughs> knob gags come on you uh, english you, you, this this is right up your alley with carry on and yes yeah yeah innuendo. Uh, indeed well the innuendo in this case is uh, supplied by um, marvelousmaps.com uh, and they've uh, created a magnificently rude map where um are they english for... do you think pardon are they english this company i, I don't rightly know actually uh, good question um well for the pricely sum of 18 pounds so that sounds pretty english uh you can have a world map all of your very own with amusing um place names on it woohoo that is what i've always wanted would you like to hear some of these highly amusing uh names sure as long as we can keep our pg rating in sure 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 so um some people may not know this but uh you've spent quite some time in papua new guinea Yes, I have. And there's a place there called Bum Bum. Ah, yes, Bum Bum. That would be to the east of Mount Hagen. Highly amusing if you're a six-year-old boy. <laughs> yeah, uh, Papua New Guinea is full of lots of amusing things, mainly men running around with um, what they call ass grass, which is long grass on their ass. Cool. Well, um, being factual, by the way. You'll be pleased to hear that uh, New Zealand has a, uh, a large connection uh, collection of knobs. There is, I'm just looking here, we've got uh, Richard's Knob. Well, Richard's Knob, Doctor's Knob, Scott's Knob, Nervous Knob, Jim's Knob, Devil's Knob, Billy's Knob, um, and Stephen's Passage, which is nice. <laughs> so, yeah, um, I'm, I'm expecting uh, I, I might get you that for Christmas. That would be excellent. Mm. But, uh, really appreciate a rude map that I can't show to the kids. Well, you know, you, you can put it up in your man cave. That's true. Right next to my other posters in the man cave. Okay, moving on. Shall we discuss or talk about the uh, the topic of the week? Topic of the week, week, week. This is better. Topic of the week. That was better. 
Yeah, I like to think so. Anyway. So, so here we're going to talk about your ex-girlfriends. <laughs> what? That's a good joke. you got to keep going around. Your ex? Oh, the, the uh, UX. Uh, no, I, I think... You use that joke, by the way, next time you're in a UX UI meeting. Uh, yes. Sorry, I'm no, not interested in talking no. about my ex. She wasn't no. nice. Uh, moving on. Um, so, I, uh, I've been um, looking at a few local authority uh, GIS maps um, over the last week. Uh, there are a lot of them out there. Well, there are. I most have them. Um, and I came across one in particular, which I won't mention, um, but I was just struck by um, how painful it was to, to use the application um, and, it, and it really got me thinking about you know um, we're GIS people we're, we're pretty good at making maps we're pretty good at cartography um, but we we seem to occasionally suck at actually making a good application for everybody to use well coincidentally I've also been perusing council sites and I've used different sites from you and I've found exactly the same thing and what I've noticed is that people in the industry are very good at creating a printed map mm -hmm. because they restrict data, they only show what's necessary, they highlight what they want to highlight, they try and convey a message. When you're on the web, they're trying to convey all the messages at once. And it just gets messy, right? Well, it just gets you confused. I mean, well, that's just layer control, right? 20, 30 different layers, subgroups, etc. You just have to go hunting for this information. Yep. But I think we get we get carried away with uh, as well with the amount of buttons we uh, we put on these things. You know. Oh, we love a good button. Oh, you, you can't you can't go wrong with a good button. Although no. we obviously do because we put far too many on there. Well, you've got to have your um, previous extent button. Oh yeah, and, yeah. And if you've got that, then you have to have your next extent button. Yep, full extent button. Full extent button. Initial extent button. Oh man, I love my initial extent. Price different types of identifying yeah and then of course if you want to go editing you've got to make that layer selectable or editable first you can't just go I want to edit it no we, we just get I don't know carried away in our own magnificence well what we're trying to do is, is take our skills and use of tools like ArcMap and QGIS and MapInfo and put it on the web when in fact people on the web are only there for one purpose oh no web maps which is what? Well, they want to find out a certain set of information. So if and you like, we could call it a theme. Yep. I go onto a web page and I find a web map and I'm looking for council rates information linked to sales. Yep. How useful is that? But at the same time, I don't need to see resource consents. I don't need to see stormwater and wastewater and water supply. You're that's really, still you, useful if I'm looking at my property, but that's a property theme, not a rates theme. Yeah, um, I mean, you mentioned uh, to me the other day that you're um, you're building a few applications, uh, you know, uh, at work at the moment. Um, can you describe what process you're going through? Uh, well, I was going to say semi-painful, but it's not actually that painful. What we're trying to do is think from the user perspective. Uh -huh. So we're not really looking at the tools. We're looking at the industry and going what works and do you know what works really well Google it well it, it set the benchmark in many cases Google Maps works so well there's hardly any buttons and you, you can turn on layers you can right-click and it does stuff and it's all 
it's all intuitive. Uh-huh. Do you know we actually have a story in our um, one of our user stories is as a user, I don't want to watch videos or read any manuals to know yep. how to use the system. Yep. Because it has to be intuitive, right? No one's going to do that. If you have to then look online, even if it's a one-minute video, you've lost it. Yep. And we also talk a lot about the element of being sticky. So uh-huh. it isn't just your keyboard after you've eaten lunch. Sticky is that wanting you to come back. It sticks to you. So if you first use it and it's painful, it's not going to be sticky. It doesn't matter how useful it is. Unless you're being paid to do it, you're not so, wanting to return. So how, how do you think that affects the UI? What the actual user interface is and how the user uses that? So the UI, the UX, is that something you're looking at at the moment? Yeah, so we're trying to use wizards. We're trying to duplicate functionality. So, Chris, what's the difference between select and identify? Uh, one, you're selecting something, and the other one, you're identifying the thing. I know that sounds kind of obvious. Well, no, but there is no difference, right? If you if you had to go home and explain to your wife what the difference between select and identify is, the best you could come up is one is I want to find information, and the other one is I want to perform an action. Yeah, yeah. Right? right? What does Google do? Do they force you to select all and identify? No, you, no. No, you just hover and then you click and then in the information panel it says, do you want to do something else? And you're like, yeah, I will. Well, no, thanks. I'm fine. See, do you think, uh, do you think our, our, and I'm talking about the community here, our ability to, to build these web maps is, is directly influenced by the tools that we have you know, to build these applications. I mean, you know, Esri has a, a huge part to play in this. Most people are, are familiar, you know, in the industry of using templates um, and and so forth. But those templates are set up to work in a particular way. So we end up, therefore, producing more and more maps that that um, that work in a way that uh, an organisation has created them to work. Yeah. So you're sort of stuck into what you've got. And, but that's the that's one of the advantages of using a template is that you don't have to recreate the work. That is true. Yeah. But the disadvantage is that you then are forcing everyone to use the same system. So it's it's hard work out there. Uh, so uh, have you got any tips? You know that that you've picked up. Um during your experience that uh, you think listeners should be you know, interested in? Yeah, I think wizards are useful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Stepping people through it, like Google does. Less tools, less buttons. Um, themes, grouping layers by themes instead of having the ability to turn on and off. I mean, and what a p- why we even put labels in the layout list to turn on and off la- labels? Why would you do that? I, well, yeah. I mean, do, do, do you think the the language of GIS uh, and the way we uh, describe things as well um, influences people's experience? Yeah, they're confused already when they're going to the map because it's not Google. Uh-huh. Um, and then we use all those great terms like previous extent and uh, identify and that sort of thing that confuses people. I actually have a amusing anecdote, if I may, about this. Well, I think I'll judge the amusing, but um, continue, please. Thanks. Thanks for the support. Um, so a few years ago, well, actually quite a few years ago, 
we're building a um, web map for uh, one of the uh, cities in New Zealand. Mm-hmm. And they went to some user testing. Yep. And one of the questions in the user testing was, how do you find out what the symbols and colors mean on the map? And they had a select group of seven people. And these seven people couldn't find it. So seven out of seven people couldn't find how to show the colors and symbols of the map. I mean, that, that's pretty poor. I mean, who who had you well, got no, to do they, this? Well, they, I think they'd chosen the stupidest people in in, um, in the city. Uh-huh, okay. So my colleague and I, we thought, well, we'll go home and test this on our wives. So home we went. You, sorry, you both have the same wives or different wives? Wives. Wives, okay. You have multiple <laughs> wives, okay. Pool of wives. Yeah. Uh, we went home and said... How do you find the colors and symbols of the map and what they mean? And two out of two wives couldn't do it. So we realized maybe the um, popular, the seven people that used weren't the stupidest, and that we'd used the wrong terminology because it was there in big, well, whitish orange letters saying legend. Right. And everyone and, was and looking for the word map key. Uh, it, go, it goes to show that. Um you really do have to think about these things, uh, and I don't think uh, enough of us do. I mean, what, what's your view on? Um, we we used to call it the, uh, the the monolithic map, you know, the the map that's got all these different layers in. And now what we're seeing is is instead of having the one monolithic map, we have multiple map documents. You know, each map or each web map is focused on one particular task. So I'm going to walk my dog. Well, these are the uh, the special dog walking parks. Or you know, when is somebody picking up my rubbish? Well, you know, or well, my my. Uh, um, I don't know, uh, where, where do I dump uh, uh, yeah. garden so the, goods, you know? This is the other, other side of it. So ranting about maps are too generic and monolithic or one size fits all leads you straight into a rant about there's too many web apps, web maps, online maps, you know. Some places have like 20 or 30. How yep. would you even know what to look for? Like, if you think... If you've got 20 maps on the screen, you've got to write enough of a blurb so people know to use this one. It's a real balancing act, isn't it, between, you know, not having enough information and providing too much. And I, th- I think we're still we're still trying to, uh, to to find that right balance. I mean, I'm sure people out there, are, you know, are listening who, you know, they've had very similar experiences, you know, that, that we've had. Uh, but it'd be really good to hear from you if you've come across a particular web map that you've looked at and you've gone, actually, this does it perfectly. This, you know, it has that right balance of information between, um, you know, it's technical enough, so it, it's explaining what I need to explain. Um, it's not too complicated that, that I get put off. I, I guess it's that, you know, that stickiness. I want to come back to it because it's a good yeah. and useful map. So if you've found one of those, post it to our Facebook page or email us at geodorable.com at gmail.com. If you found a web map that you think stinks, um, maybe just email that to us and we'll just share the joke and won't talk about it. <laughs> you don't want to shame these people because people are trying out there, especially if you're a one man band or woman, you know, looking after council, the web map's not your highest priority. Yeah, indeed. Yep. So, a summary then. 
this. I don't know. It, it feels like a school this. report, doesn't it? You know, it, it's kind of that, you know, uh, could do better in some places. I think that's what it feels like to me. We have, we're not quite there yet. We, we, we haven't quite embraced simplicity. Yeah. Maybe if you found a few good widgets as well, you could recommend mm. it. Yeah, because the point is there's meant to be widgets that help people. But from what I've seen, they're all very GIS focused. Uh, they are, yeah. 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 Okay, I mean after that uh conversation, shall we shall we um end with a game of uh, export shapefile? Yes. That's what we've been waiting for. Okay. Export to shapefile. And we must make a um verification from last week when we said the uh, European warm-ups we're in England. They're actually not. They're in Germany. Yeah. So yeah. Sorry about that. I, I got a little confused. Um, I think it was the Brexit uh, vote. It's confused me um, thoroughly. Really, whether we're, we're in, we're out, we're left or right. I don't know. Um, but yes. No. So the the, uh, the next uh, round is um, at the Dev Summit in uh, in Berlin, the sixth uh, to the eighth of December, I believe. And that's a great warm-up match for the. Um, <laughs> For the epicness that is the Palm Springs, yeah, Palm Springs should be immense. Um, so yeah, it, it's going to be uh, good to see how uh, how the games go, who wins, who loses. Um, there's going to be some amazing battles out there. Um, people at the top of their game. Um, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, there's also rumours of a um, dark export to shape file. Sort a dark, a, you mean a, a kind of underground game? Underground, covert. Yeah. Excellent. How, do you, um, how did you hear about this? Oh, well, yeah, you hear about these things. I can't acknowledge my sources. Okay. All right. Well, um, I look uh, forward yeah, to hearing more if, about that. If you're lucky enough to be invited to one of those, I'd say they're um, very, very entertaining games. But invite only. Well, talking of entertaining games, I, th- I think we should uh, kick off. Kick off. Right. You ready to. Uh, well, are you going to come back stronger than last week? Cause you did fade a little. Uh, I think I've got a few surprises for you. Um, so we're playing a standard game. Uh, we're playing Lightning uh, 9.3 and... Well, 9.3 plus, I think, is, is the rules. Yeah, 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 and standard extensions. Uh, yep. And with that, um, I'm, I'm just going to go in gently. Uh, buffer. Buffer. Okay. Yep, keep it simple. I'll match your simple with upgrade special reference. Okay, back into that data management. Now, I, I spent a lot of time on that data management tool set last week and it didn't work out for me. Um, but this week I'm a little bit more confident. So, oh, uh, create, uh, yeah, create domain. Create domain? Oh, yeah. Well, let's just offset that with a slice from the special analyst extension. Wow. Um, okay, into the extensions straight away, um, and that reclassifies values of the input cells, doesn't it? I seem to remember. Yep. Hmm. Okay, 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 okay. I think. Oh, yeah, this is my favourite tool. Well, you're in Spatial Analyst. I'll see your Spatial Analyst. Uh, Darcy Flow. Ooh. Darcy Flow. After. um. Mr. Darcy in Pride and Prejudice. I 
don't think so, but I know, I know where you're coming from. No. He's highly attractive, Colin Firth. <laughs> you're trying to put me off my game there. Ah, uh, reclass by Esky File. Still in As the you know, that, that's just, just clear. That's a raster tool. No, um, I know, I know, but but a raster yeah, tool, but in the 3D analyst tool set. Yeah, but some people kind of think that means it's a, it's a vector tool, but it's a raster tool. Do you know what? I'm going to see your 3D analyst. Um, edit tin. <laughs> <laughs> wow, your uh, knowledge of the toolbox is as old as you are. Tin who? No one uses tins anymore. Come D on. Uh, we are playing the 9.3 version, right? We're not, I know we're not we're playing, playing 9.3, but please. Yeah, rubbish. Yeah, okay. What about a little generate rubbish sheet links? Ooh, straight back at you with the, uh, the editing tool set. That's interesting. You don't see too much coming out of the editing tool set. I quite like it, but um, yeah, people tend to steer away from it for some reason. Um, I think you're getting a bit too complicated and I like to bring it back simple. That's my kind of game plan. Um, intersect. Intersect, that is simple. Mm -hmm. Are you a little bit worried? No. No. Enable attachments, not mm. 9.3. Mm -hmm. but Part of nine three plus. I'm not that worried. Uh, I think that was a bit of a funny move by you, actually. Uh, merge branch. Merge branch. Mm-hmm. Okay, I didn't quite expect that. I thought you would have gone for something a little bit, you know, more complex. Ah, no. Uh, create file GDB. Hmm, I think you're slowing up a little bit. This thing seems like quite a defensive move. Uh, I'm going hangar 24 aspect. Take that. Okay. Um, is that actually allowed within yeah. the M3 standard? Yep. Plus extensions. I mean, you can check. You can check the rules if you want. Well, I know the rules. Well, I mean, you seem a little bit unsure. Yeah, I, I just didn't think you'd um, deviate that much. Um, yeah, from the from the known time and space. Hmm. I'm going to calculate in time. Reclassify. Back to raster. Hmm. Okay. I can. Um. Ah, export to shape file. Oh, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. <sighs> That's how it's done, mate. Back myself into a corner with calculate end time. Yeah, there's not there's not too many moves to go from there. Well, there's a f yeah. I was, I was hoping you'd get distracted and move into um, spatial analyst extension again. No, nope. uh, really been there, done that. Would have been an amateur move. Um, uh, yeah. 
hey look uh, I think that evens the games up I think uh, you know next week will be uh, telling I think we both need to practice a little bit yeah well you can practice online if you um, if I think if you find it on is it Facebook or uh, yeah, I think there's a link from Facebook to the uh, to the export to Shapefile website. Yeah, have you have you a nice evening game of export to Shapefile? Uh, indeed, and I look forward to uh, hearing more about the uh, the underground games that you were talking about. Well, yeah, they only happen at the event, but yeah, they're um, interesting. When hmm. some of the dark masters come out. <laughs> The Dark Masters, that sounds uh, very dramatic, but quite true, actually. Well, yeah. Those who play the game, play it seriously. Do, do you think we're going to see uh, any Scott Morehouse? Do you think you'll... Oh, there's rumours of Scott's return. It'd be amazing to see him play. I've, I've, I've been lucky enough to see it happen once. Um, mm, he's very good. Well, yeah, he is the master. But, I mean, well... He's very consistent, but he tends not to play in many competitions. I mean, he, he's he's kind of past that, really. Um, but it's very uh, intimidating to play against. Uh, <laughs> you just don't know what's going on behind the beard. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, but good game. Good game. Yeah, um, I enjoyed it. Thanks for that, Mark. Um, at some point, we'll have to play an extra couple of hands just to uh, to to really see. Um, how the game flows but you know uh, it's a podcast we have limited time lightning games uh, seem to work best yeah and they're entertaining uh, well I hope so <laughs> so yeah, well, if you enjoyed uh, if you enjoyed that game um, leave us a message on Facebook it'd be lovely to hear from you um, uh, and and with that I think we're about done aren't we we are well again get in contact with us on our Facebook page facebook.com slash geodorable Oh, wow, I'm so glad we know that now. <laughs> or email email us at geodorable at geodorable, no, geodorable at gmail.com. And, you know, you can even leave us a voicemail from our Facebook page as well. There's a button that says leave voicemail. Um, we'd love to hear from you there as well. Yeah, any comments on the, uh, on the show? We appreciate your feedback. Uh, and with that, we uh, we bid you uh, goodbye wherever you are and uh, catch up with you again next week. Yep, see you next week. See you guys. Mm-hmm.